0: In a world where a millennial and a non-millennial make a podcast. Live from the Thailand studios in beautiful downtown North Hollywood, it's the Me and Marcus Show. Happy
1: Sunday. Wow,
0: another Sunday.
1: Wow, these Sundays just come quick, don't Uh, they?
0: They really come quick. It's funny, the older you get, the faster time goes. Did you know that? Mm. I'm full of shit. Don't listen to that.
1: You Don't you remember when you were little moves. how
0: long summer was? Uh
1: no, I remember it being short as shit.
0: <laughs> I felt like it was kind of long.
1: No, it was too short. It needed to be longer because that just flew by. And you know what? My birthday is in July. So, you know, school's out, you have June, and I'm just like, all right, my birthday needs to come. So like I'm trying to like Your expedite. Independence, baby? Uh July 10th.
0: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's so after good. my birthday, nobody stole your thunder.
1: It goes really slow up until my birthday, and then after my birthday, it just goes too quick
0: because
1: mm. I have nothing else to look forward to, and I just dread. I dreaded the day of the first day of school, and then the night before the first day of school, I got this like weird stomach pain. Like, ugh, it was weird.
0: But yeah, that's ha- that happens. Yeah. For did yeah. you ever
1: get that weird stomach feeling?
0: I did. I did. I, I wasn't. Uh, I liked school up till about. Junior high, and then it got really weird, which I'm sure a lot of people can relate to. Yeah, and then, you know, and thank God for pot. (laughs) (laughs) I was one of those stoner kids. There was like stoners, and they called them sportos.
1: Oh, you smoked a weed, didn't you?
0: Oh, yeah. Are you kidding? It was the only way I could show up at school, and then that went to quaaludes.
1: Mike smoked a pot.
0: Smoked a pot, did quaaludes, did coke at school, did everything. Everything you could possibly do at school. Right on. Didn't drink. Some people drank, but that was too obvious. Yeah. The smell.
1: No, not for me.
0: No, you drank at school?
1: I mean, there's there were times I put vodka in a water bottle.
0: Oh yeah. That's Do a good not idea. try
1: this at home. If you are young and listening to this, don't do it. It's not worth Listen, it. Graduate you... and just get out of there.
0: Yeah, but if you have to make a choice between vodka and heroin, go with the vodka. <laughs> You heard it it here first. The heroin might be cut with fentanyl.
1: (laughs) You heard it here first. I don't know if we have.
0: I don't know who our target audience is, but.
1: Mm -hmm. I'm still learning it. Happy International No Diet Day.
0: I back that one. For sure. I totally back it because.
1: 100%.
0: Because there's no such thing as a diet.
1: What is a diet?
0: Well, the first three letters equal die. So that tells you something right Uh there.
1: Uh Uh-oh. Take out the (laughs) T. Yeah,
0: that's it. I, I think that. If you're eating right, you're eating right, and if you're eating wrong, you're eating wrong. And what is wrong? Tons of sugar, cholesterol, things that trigger your insulin and your brain and make you depressed and irritable just Look, hours later. Do you know what I'm saying?
1: We live in a city where people diet, people's diets are eating air. And they don't even know that that air is filled with smog.
0: That's true, but it's not filled with cholesterol You know, so it's like, sugar. what can
1: you eat anymore? Everything's filled with something. Even the air has smog in it.
0: Well, that's a good way to justify your 7-Eleven diet, but I'm not going there. Look, the taquitos <laughs> are the shit.
1: Have you ever tried a jalapeno and cream cheese taquito? Yes. I'm saying. I'm still
0: trying to recover. Shit's so good. And that was weeks ago. I see you're, you know, you're not like, in a, yeah, it's still sitting there.
1: Well, like we were We were talking oh, okay. and-
0: but you don't have eating issues because a lot of people would not have been able to leave that there for that long. For me, that would have been like leaving a half a beer there.
1: <laughs> I ate um, almost a whole Chipotle burrito last night, so I'm, I'm getting I'm getting pretty good at With eating. With your little
0: tiny self? Mm-hmm. That's pretty impressive. I ate what are you about
1: 92% of it. What are you,
0: like 91 pounds?
1: Uh, 114. Oh, you are? I mm-hmm. thought you look thinner than that. Oh, thank you. you be big boned. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Thanks, stress. <laughs> Thanks. Sorry about the that. stress, right? <laughs> it's also World Laughter Day.
0: Oh, so these are, I t- these are days.
1: I love laughing. I love laughing. Speaking of laughter, you. no,
0: you know what? I'm down with World Laughter Day. Yeah. You know, that's a good one. Even if you have to look like a total mental patient, force yourself to laugh for hours today.
1: Look, every day is Laughter Day.
0: It could be.
1: Every day, Laughter's a I choice. Laugh. I laugh every day.
0: What was funny that we could laugh about today? That happened this week.
1: Um. Oh. Okay. My awkward. My awkward introduction with John C. Riley the other night. Oh at the yeah, start.
0: yeah. Holy shit.
1: Okay. So, our work associate. Oh, oh, associate.
0: Associate would be um, like associate, but he's I.
1: Yeah. So thank you, thank you, Delmar. He hooked us up with uh, going to the Chappelle show the other night in Highland Park and it was like a last minute show. It was announced at noon. Tickets went on sale at two and sold out in seconds. Yeah. Right.
0: I heard the tickets were like one hundred and twenty dollars. They were each.
1: like one seventeen plus tax, I believe. which to see yeah. Chappelle
0: in a small room is well worth it. Worth I think. it, yeah. yeah and so when I say small, what are we talking about? hundred people?
1: Man, I don't. I don't even know. Wow. I can. I could not But even the room was the yet. size. I'm like really bad at gauging groups of people. Do you like, think the it room could be was like ten? I'm like, there's this? at least seventy people in here, and it's ten people. Oh. <laughs> you know, I'm really bad at that. But. but how big
0: was the room? If you had to say, was it as big as this?
1: Can you speak into the mic?
0: Oh, sorry. Well, I'm. I'm trying to look out and see the rest of the room. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was
1: bigger than this room for sure. No, no,
0: no. The whole is it, was it like bigger than the whole studio? Thailand Studio. I couldn't tell you that, I but don't, it was small.
1: I, don't know. I mean, it, just it looked like, like a know. small theater room,
0: and it was packed.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like there was like s- s- seating. There were seats for VIP, and then the rest for general admission was standing on, standing only. So we didn't know, but we got VIP. So we got to have seats and we, I picked out some sweet seats. Like, like in the front row? Uh, front row off to the side, though. Yeah. So um, we get in there, I walk in and I see someone, I see this man standing at the bar with a cowboy hat and a really intense mustache. And I was like, man, that looks like John C. Riley. That's a really intense mustache. Is that John C. Riley? I don't know. So is we he go, doing the
0: remake of Urban Cowboy? <laughs>
1: so we go over and we get our seats. And Roy is going to let the other people that we came with know where we're sitting. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, hey, while you're over there, can you go verify if that's John C. Riley? Because it looks like him and I can't tell. And he's like, yeah, sure. So he goes over there and he comes back. He's like, yeah, that's John C. Riley." I was like, holy fucking shit. Wow. That's John C. Riley. I have to go say hi. So I went over there and I stand in line because I'll just like, oh, I'll get some soda waters or something, right? And so we're standing in line. And I was like, ugh. I can't say hi to him. I, I don't, I've don't. i never been so like terrified. I don't even know what I was. I wasn't terrified. I was just like, I froze up. I was like, I...
0: Uh, he really got uh, you. Shake and
1: bake. You know what I mean? Right. So I uh, did not stay at the bar. I just went over to the water, the little water stand, and I got two waters. And I went back to the thing, and I was like, I couldn't do it. I couldn't say hi. I was like, why? <laughs> so cut to two minutes later... John C. Riley is walking towards us and ends up sitting right next to us. Right. So I was like, oh, Roy? John C. Riley is sitting right next to us. This has never happened to me before. You like usually. You don't no get matter starstruck. Who, right. Like there are human beings just like me. We're on equal grounds, yeah, right? Totally. But they just end up having more success than I ever yeah, have. And
0: who so, cares about that?
1: Who uh, whatever. Right. But, anyways, he's sitting right next to us. So out of nowhere, Roy, Roy's like, Hey, what's going on? I'm Roy. And shakes his hand. And John is like, Hey Roy, I'm John. And Roy's like, "This is Chelsea," and I was like, "Hi, I'm Chelsea." And like, he's he's close, but like, not close to enough to like comfortably shake my hand. Right. He's like, so I reach out my hand, and across he has Roy. To, across Roy and John C. Riley has to like reach over three chairs just to oh my shake God. my. The hand. The fact that
0: he did that is pretty admirable. Yeah. So he's a gentleman.
1: Yeah, I kind of froze up though, and I kind of like. <laughs> I <laughs> you, will never not laugh at that story. It's pretty funny.
0: <laughs> I
1: like that. Oh, it was such a cool night so that Chris Tucker uh, came up on stage. And he, really? He yeah. did comedy too? Was yeah. that the
0: opener for Dave Chappelle?
1: There was like five openers. And then after the show, he we went backstage. Five openers. Yeah, we, after the show we went backstage. P Diddy's right next to us. I uh spoke with Chris Tucker and said that he had a great set. He's like, "Oh, thank you. Thank Who you." Who else was there? Um hmm. There's a lot of people. A lot there. of people. Yeah. It was like
0: a little private show. Almost. Yeah. Wow, yeah. you guys got to go That's So amazing.
1: world laughter day is every day
0: yeah, it could be world laughter day every day especially if you're depressed force mm-hmm. yourself to do a world laughter day yeah
1: it's also lemonade you know when life gives you lemons lemonade day you make lemonade yeah when life gives you shit you make a podcast
0: you make a shit sandwich <laughs> and put garlic on it and it'll be just fine
1: yeah yeah so I um, I want to get this out of the way before I forget I said that we were gonna give people shout outs.
0: Oh, good. Really who, this week. Which people?
1: It, it, people who liked the page. Oh, good. Yeah, okay. so I'm going to give out four shout-outs uh, today. Nice. I want to give a shout-out to Antonio Marcos, mm. Gabrielle Brito, okay. Juliana Cardona, or Code Cardona, either one, and Ron Williams. Thank you guys Thanks for liking. Thanks listening. What, they
0: liked and put a uh, a comment?
1: Uh, I don't know. They didn't comment, but they liked. Thank you they for liked liking the our show. Yeah. Thanks. yeah. Thanks, for, uh, thanks.
0: Thanks for listening to the unpredictability of Michael Jason Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> you just never <laughs> know. You never know what you're going to get. You never know what you're going to get. It's not really. You know what's funny? Hmm. It's when you've been on the planet for 50 plus years It takes a lot of work to be positive, you guys, because Mm. what happens is, is a lot of stuff seeps in over those years that have a lot to do with your belief systems if you're not careful. Mm. So for me, the sense of freedom and knowing that I don't have to rely on anything outside of me is a really nice awakening. It Mm. means I can kind of pick apart things and talk about things from more of an objective point of view instead of being dominated by them. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? So yeah. it really doesn't matter. It
1: makes sense to me.
0: Look, it matters who the president is. It matters what's going on in the world of politics, of environmental issues. They Those things matter, but I don't have to be dominated by them. Yeah. Which means whether it's Trump, whether it's Obama, whoever it is in office, of course, stand up for your beliefs and show up. But I will not be dominated by whoever's running the country. I I refuse to be so angry and resentful on a daily basis that it blocks me from helping other people Mm because that's why we're here, damn it. Mm -hmm. Of course we want to be successful and do do the passions, the dreams, and all that. But at the end of the day, which I've heard a lot of our guests say here, be of service to somebody. Right. Help somebody out. Yeah, whatever it may be. Especially Roy helped
1: me out meet John C. Riley, but also he also got to meet me. John C. Riley right. also met go. me, and that who folks, knows what kind of
0: exchange of energy happened there. Exactly.
1: He, he also met me.
0: He could be telling the awkward story to somebody right now. Exactly. You and know? I'll take it.
1: But that's, yes. that's 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 the truth. Whenever you're meeting someone, they're also meeting you.
0: Yeah, that's right. Because right.
1: you matter as well.
0: Yes, you do matter. Mm-hmm.
1: Your
0: even voice if you matters. think you don't matter. Mm-hmm. But I think you matter more when you come from a place of selflessness
1: and love. Come Speaking from a place of which, of love and truth.
0: Which I can't always do. I can come from a place of, a tr- of truth more than I can come from a place of love because sometimes. Well, truth is love, right? Um, I don't know. I don't know, sometimes truth is pretty harsh and people can't handle it.
1: Well, But you're That's still speaking love to them. That's why there's a lot of fake news.
0: Yeah, if you're, streaking, if you're speaking very plainly and it is the truth.
1: And specificity is also important yes. in this regard.
0: Say that word again.
1: Specificity. Am I saying <laughs> it wrong? One more time. Specificity. No. Specificity.
0: Specificity. Say it after me.
1: Specificity.
0: All right. Here's this one. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious.
1: Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious.
0: All right. Okay. Yeah. Because that's in a song.
1: Specificity.
0: So, <laughs> I'm going to put specificity in a song so you can sing it.
1: But we have an awesome guest today.
0: Yes, we do. I. You know, here's the thing. Um, yes. Talk about it for a yeah. second.
1: All right. This dude is. is rad. Okay, you know him from Pretty Little Liars and his new book, Hollywood. Please welcome actor and author Keegan Allen. Yes. Yay. Yay. Thank you guys
2: for having bam, me. Bam, bam, bam. We, we need, need to, to get, bam, get more bam, hands.
1: Oh, that was a good Welcome. Thanks for coming. Thank you so much. God.
2: Thank you. How are
0: you today? Did you find the studio
2: okay? I did. I found it I found a great and when I right when I walked in a dog greeted me, so yeah. I'm in great. I'm in a great mood right off oh, the bat. Oh, you had
0: another dog greet you the other day, the Sharpay, And oh. I had a
2: Sharpay, so that really caught my eye. Oh yeah. man. That, that was the best. And it was like 4 weeks old that Sharpay, and I just oh. it's squishy. The face is like slime they are and amazing. It's very happy squishy.
0: I doing. loved that. Major so signing much.
2: that was at the Grove, right? That one was actually in, I believe, Dallas, Texas, wow. at oh, Half Price Dallas. Books, which was a huge bookstore. It was amazing. So many people showed up, and um, yeah, and out of all the hundreds and hundreds of people, all I remember is the dog, and no, I'm just. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and <as laughs> owner, I remember, I have, oh yeah, and, and, yeah, uh, Keith Blade was the guy's name, and he was very, very. It was very intense about telling me. He's like, my name is Keith Blade. I'm like, not okay. just Keith. He's like, no, Keith Blade. <laughs> Ooh, that's like, okay. official. <laughs> yeah. That's so yeah.
1: official. Was he it knew. intimidating?
2: No, no. He was really a really sweet kid. And, okay. and the fact that he had the dog in, in line, I, I caught the dog in line. And I left the signing and went right to the middle of the you line. Know. I was like, sorry, sorry. I'm going to have to take this dog away. It's not appropriate place for the it's dog. It's great. <laughs> it
1: needs to be up front.
2: Yeah, it needs to be with me.
1: So you've been on a book tour?
2: I have. I've I've gone all across the country. And um, it's similar to my first book launch in 2014. I did a book called Life, Love, Beauty, which nice. was an existential kind of look at growing up as a photographer mm. at the age of nine. And uh, kind of showing the behind the scenes of being on various productions, sets, and so forth. But also yeah. showing the photo kind of journalistic side of life. And then I I really wanted to photograph Hollywood because I grew up here, and I noticed you brought up Hank Bukowski. He was a friend of my dad. So I've been like very much Whoa, whoa, in, whoa. Hold I on, know. please. Hold your train of thought with yeah. what you're
0: going to continue. Oh, yeah. That's amazing because I used to go to Red's bookstore. Oh, cool. Where- wow yeah yeah man. it's a threat so your dad wow. look yeah. see the six degrees and of separation you gotta pay attention i know and
2: are you allowed to curse on this podcast? yeah you can do whatever okay. you want so so in my in in the book um i can't uh i remember my dad got i think hollywood from him and oh, he had so good, signed i know it's so good um and ham on Ryan, all these amazing books so you grew but, up reading these early on oh absolutely and and, and in I'm my impressed. dad had it signed it says to phil fuck you Hank and I'm like <laughs> love that's it that's Bukowski and I actually I'm in the movie that James Franco had done called Bukowski um, it still hasn't come out because of the fact that there are there's like, you know it was a dispute on on Rye versus the biography All Right. Mm. so it still hasn't come out it's a great movie you should check it out when it comes out yes um, oh, we but will but, it's, uh, but it was just really incredible can we have you on again possibly Absolutely. when that movie Any, comes out because that's <laughs> the,
0: anything Bukowski is right up my alley Absolutely. I started reading so him in late Late 80s, actually. Oh, right on. Somebody gave me a Women. That was the oh, first, that man. was my introduction. Yeah,
2: he's a trip. I mean, the the whole thing is obviously, in this day and age, he would have been a, whoop, like an intense uh, person um, yeah. to be, around, to be in would in have this been, climate. Uh,
0: he would have fallen into the toxic masculinity absolutely. category, think? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Some of these <laughs> some of these interviews that he
2: did uh, were, I watched when I was doing the movie, I watched and I'm like, because I uh, have a friend, Jacob Loeb, he did... Um, had played Bukowski and he gained all this weight to play him. And they put wow. all these
0: prosthetics This is on in him. the movie. Yeah. Did, and all wow. of
2: the, cause you know, he had like very bad acne and really bad. He, yeah. It was really intense, but, um, not to stray too much off of it, but I grew up in that kind of environment. I really wanted to show Hollywood as I saw it, which was both sides, the glitz, glitz and the glamor. Right. And also the, you know, the soft kind of dark underbelly. Sure. Yeah. And sure. So many photo books have never showed both sides. They either it's are rare. leaning to one side or the other. And right. You can't have one without the other. It's a no. city that thrives off of vanity. It needs to see itself oh at gosh. its best and at its worst. Yeah, yeah. And I felt like I couldn't do that until I was until I was a bit older and I I had a little bit more confidence in my photography and also it's it's a da- it's a dangerous city to walk around with yeah. a, a camera and then be yeah. like yeah. Hey, I agree. excuse me sir can I take your portrait and they'd yeah. be like. They look at you, and you're <laughs> lying, just like, "Never mind. I'm sorry. I even asked. Goodbye." Did you I'm go sorry. downtown, like Fifth and San Julian? I, I went. I areas? went everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. On your you own? go through. Uh, well, on my own, and then you know, I brought a friend with me, who kind of doubled as like an assistant, but also was an MMA fighter. So just in case anything, there Dangerous. Yeah. I mean, oh, there, was yeah. There, you know, was, there was danger. There was there was moments. So I, I I'm glad that I I held my myself back from doing it as a child. Um, but yeah. But, I, but it wasn't I mean a, your yeah. skills you're are just, these film this is or, or me away. Are digital Thanks. so ha, it's roughly about like 56% of the book was shot on film on a wow. Leica M6 and then like that shot that's digital it's Bernie Sanders walking down the street wow. and if you look in the background there's like an Edward Scissorhands uh, <laughs> I just <laughs> I love it it's Hollywood Gary Broadway. Leonard vibe oh thank you that's yeah, so I feel cool Gary Leonard vibe going here thank and big. you developed the
1: film yourself right
2: well so I brought most of the film that was developed was at Sammy's I have friends over there that are incredible at CRC in New York as well. Cool. Um, Sammy's is great. Yeah, and then I, you know, you know, scan them in, and then uh, would most of them were. Nice. And then the other camera that I used, which was a bridge between film. I know, incredible, <laughs> right? Come on, is yeah, I, that for I, real? I, here's the thing. I, he wasn't on a street performer. He was just a man on the street. And uh, it was pretty out, out, outrageous. I'm a big fan of the one eyebrow. Yeah, it was a good one. Um, Only one. Yeah. The, the, the camera that I shot with, and if you notice, the colors are almost Kodachrome looking. Mm-hmm. Um, so I shot with a, a Leica M9, which has a CCD sensor. Most cameras mm-hmm. these days that are digital and or on your smartphone use a CMOS sensor. And with a CCD sensor, back in 2009, Leica did a collaboration with Kodak, during the end of the Kodachrome era, so mm. Kodachrome stopped. I think Steve McCurry was the last person to ever shoot with with Kodachrome, and then Kodak developed this collaboration with Leica to make a sensor that would resemble those colors that they would get f- almost wow. that cinematic codachrome look so most of these images that are on that are digital have extreme saturations that are, are almost in, they're, they're muted in certain ways, but the saturation is beautiful in other ways and it, it's oh, it's that's a, a unique look photo right there. yeah. So camera, you developed camera. and did all the darkroom stuff too? For for the film, I had I did most of it with Sammy's camera. Yeah, um, they would develop it, and then some of the other things I would go in, and I had a, a dark room that I would go in and, and do color certain, correction. That was or more, most of the was underexposed. Yeah, like so that what was Dodge on and the, burn. the yeah exactly the first <laughs> image like the the cover image I did, and then the back image of the of the. I also went into darker. I just learned so much. Wow!
1: <laughs> so, are these your stories as so, well?
2: So, only two of them are my own personal stories. The okay. other ones are, are um, you know, acquired over time. I procured stories, as mm-hmm. you know, being uh, you've uh, you've done probably with your book as well. Yeah. And if you don't know about it, it's called Number One Son and Other Stories <laughs> by Thank Michael you. Marcus. Hey, wow! He gave I just me got a
0: celebrity endorsement. He, on my he own gave show. me
2: he gave me the book, and I'm excited. <laughs> you will to read enjoy it. it. Yes. Um, it but is funny. but it's but it's the same you know it's the same thing you you've been around the business you've been around Hollywood US yeah. as well I'm sure that you have stories and voices and uh, oh, cacophony yeah. of experiences oh, my God. that oh, are yeah. that are piling around and I didn't want to I didn't want to kind of out anybody yeah, so I, I I kind of merged stories and I made things because mm. changed names yeah change yeah me too they, they didn't that's even what include I did. names um, but some of them are really uh, important to me because you know I didn't include some of the endings of some of these stories because. Um, they were sad most of them were, were sad yeah. to me or they were triumphant and incredible and in whatever they were yeah. um, so well, not
0: not super redemptive a lot of these stories and yeah. you, you just took off the ending to keep it a little keep, more simple to keep uh. it happier yeah I know Jack's great um,
2: I, I the, you know one of the stories was so incredible I don't know if you guys have walked down the Hollywood Walk of Fame yeah. probably many times many sure. uh,
1: twice yeah
2: being, being lunchtime being, at Hollywood High
0: that's all I there you go did. oh I love that
2: <laughs> that's incredible no so I've been traveling all over the world and all over the country, and some people are like, "I've never been to Hollywood. I don't even know what it is. All I know is that I've learned to feel from the movies, kind of thing." Oh. And uh, and I find that really interesting because when I walk down Hollywood and I talk to most of these people, I will sit and spend sometimes you know twenty to an hour with somebody, just like finding out about. Who they are, why they're here, right. mm. what brought them here, what are their hopes and dreams, and why are they? Why are they so different than mine? They're not. Mm, most yeah. of them right. are very much the same. They right. just want to. They want to win in America. They want to yeah. do something incredible. Right. And uh, I, I related to most people because I would make this eye contact. I would take the time to talk to them, and all of them just wanted to be appreciated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And some of them would share really, really intense stories with me. Like one of them, I keep in, I uh, have in the book about um, a street performer.
0: Who, I read it. yeah, and yeah. and
2: the sad part of the ending of it, which I kept out, was that they saw their. Uh, this is a person that was had worked as a, an actor, and they were you know, they were successful enough to send ten thousand dollars back to their family that wow. lived in a very small uh, city. That mm-hmm. was you know it was like don't pursue acting, do get a job as like a carpenter or get a yeah. job as a mason masonry. masonry right. Do something that will feed you. Yeah, and they did it, and they they became an actor. They were successful enough that. They made all this money, and then all of a sudden, they just didn't work, and it had nothing to do with that with anything except they just were part. of, There was a strike, and there was all these things.
0: Right, Writer's so, strike, writer strike, it was, all right. these things, and
2: and instead of being like, okay, I've fallen on hard times, they started doing street performing, and um, it, the sad the saddest part of the story was. They saw their their father walking down the street, and they're in these costumes. You know, like you see this costume, right? And they and you know they beeline it over, and they go, hey, you know, welcome to Hollywood. What are you doing here? And the and the dad was like, I'm trying to find my my kid because uh, my wife passed away, and I I need I haven't been able to reach them, and I I don't know where they are. And this person had to console this his or his or her his or her father, right and uh behind this veil of what was a happy face what was a you know a moment and uh, you know broke down and and told me the story and and yet after as they're telling me people are taking photos with them as this character and they're you know they're emotional underneath and they're like oh one second sorry and they put on the helmet that is another character, right? right? Yeah, and it's, it's smiling in this happy face,
0: and they're taking it's so drugs. Hollywood. The whole every yeah. paradox in that is it's about Hollywood and, and maintaining composure on some oh level, right?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah,
2: wow. So
1: yeah, So, you grew up here.
2: I did. I grew up. I grew up right on these uh, these here ornate streets of these Hollywood. Parks? <laughs> Where'd you go to high school? I went to high school out uh, at Bishop Alamany High School because Hollywood High was a little too dangerous for me. (laughs) I would have gotten thrown around a bit, and uh, Fairfax was a little too intense for me, What year would have that
0: been, if you don't mind me asking?
2: Uh, I went to high school, uh, I think, well, I graduated in 2005,
0: I want to say. I yeah, think. things were a little rough then They were schools. rough, dude mm, really?
2: Fairfax was a no bueno place to be No, it's like yeah. totally fine Like they have their fair and it's like No, it's cool mellowed out
0: it, intensely I mean, I'm I'm quite a bit older They had a smoking section when I was going Are to school Are you serious? Right on the corner really? of Orange and Sunset Dude, Fairfax goes hard, man That's like serious <laughs> right, yeah. A smoking section for high school? Yeah, that was at Hollywood Ohio. right on the Whoa. corner
2: that's and there was uh, a
0: the No Tell Hotel right across the street. Mm-hmm. And I remember they filmed a movie called Carbon Copy. Oh, I remember. With that. George Siegel. Oh, yeah, yeah. Denzel Washington's first movie. And they yeah. were shooting that over there. And I was so high, but I was such a huge <laughs> fan of George Siegel. So I stumbled over there and I was like, oh, I liked your movie Terminal Man. Like the most oddest, yeah. not known movies like Thanks, kid. We're shooting now. And he just basically turned around and walked away. And (laughs) I was like, awkward.
1: Incredible. Yeah,
0: Hollywood High was pretty hardcore then.
2: Well, I love hearing this, though. And it's funny, too, because you guys are both like native to it. It doesn't affect you, but like everybody has different views of what Hollywood is. It's like the dream, the chase, and all the stories that happen with it or what Mm. the lack of it. Where people come here from all over the world and they just, they're like, oh, look, the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Look at all the animals in the zoo. Or like, yeah. look at Mulholland and look at the sign on the hill. And like, Hollywood is so much more than it's a so sign just deep. on a hill. Yeah. It goes yeah. deep. Like, I came yeah. here from
1: Ohio and I've like dreamed of living here my entire life. And now I'm here and, you know, it's it's rough at some times, but then there's other times where I'm just filled with gratitude and I look around I'm like, I did this, you know, yeah. I moved here. Yeah. yeah. I did that.
2: Are, you, are you, is it like Sandusky Youngstown? Columbus. Columbus. Mm-hmm. Oh, Columbus is great. You know, there's yeah. a movie my friend Brett's uh my friend, my best friend Brett's uh girlfriend, or actually fiance, Haley Lou Richardson just did a movie called Columbus, um, with uh that was all about the architecture in Columbus. Really? And it's beautiful. Yeah, and it's wow. an incredible movie, you gotta check it out. Yeah, yeah, I
1: definitely will. Was it shot there as well? Yeah, yeah. Nice.
2: And it's so cool. It made me fall in love with with It's a great the city. city. It's yeah, like well. it's
1: like a small city but it's big at the same time and mm-hmm. there's so many little hubs. There's a comedy scene, there's an acting scene, there's a music scene, there's a art scene. Sounds pretty
0: chill, liberal artsy situation over there. Yeah. That's yeah.
1: so
2: cool. Yeah, and then really you came cool. here and now mm-hmm. do do you ever do you ever like um fantasize on the idea of moving moving to an, a small town or you you you're here forever?
1: You know, I go back and forth yeah. cuz sometimes like It's a lot here sometimes, you know? Oh, I know. It's a lot. So sometimes (laughs) I'm like, I wonder if I can get to the point where I could live anywhere and just come back to work here when needed, Mm -hmm. you know? But I don't know. I like living here for now.
0: Yeah, it's nice. I'll figure it out as I go. Yeah, I feel like I've really learned. It's I want to say patience and tolerance, but it's not even that because that means I'm acting a certain way to be here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's just like acceptance and trust on what's going on here, you know. Yeah, right. Because yeah. we've we've been through a lot. You were here for the riots. Oh yeah, absolutely. In fact, in my first book, are you talking about the LA riots? Yeah, right? it was just yeah, yesterday. Was, was my, the anniversary?
2: Yeah, that was my first photo I ever took what? ever with my with my with the help of my dad. The thing was like. Five years old or something? And I remember there was smoke plumes out of our apartment you could see from down all of everywhere. It was I mean, it was massive. Sublime wrote that song about it and they were not joking about the riots. But I I took that photo with, with him, I remember him showing me how to use the light meter and and, like, clicking the, the aperture. You? I was, like, five years old, wow. I think. So you've I remember, been really
0: into this wow. for a long time. I was obsessed with it. I,
2: saw, I remember when he would take photos, he he took a photo of me, I was, like, eating an ice cream cone or something, and I was like, Dad, stop. Like, don't take it. Uh, let me live my life, you know. Or whatever. <laughs> You're and embarrassing then, me. And then he takes this photo, and a week goes by, and he shows me after it's developed on the print, and I'm like, what? That's me? This was this was what it, what it looked like? And then that was it. I was like, I want to do this for everything. You think it was because yeah. it was just
0: so candid, and he caught... At a time. It was
2: the most beatific light. It was stunning. It was like there's something um, like mesmerizing about how it was captured. And I was like, "That's me. I can't believe it. I wasn't there. Yeah. That's not me. I wasn't. I wasn't present in this moment. I want to do this for everyone that,
0: uh, that I know." So your dad really oh. nurtured, obviously nurtured oh, yeah. your skills, and you went. You oh, took yeah. acting classes when you yeah. were. Yeah, Yeah,
1: where did you get your start? How did it all all begin?
0: So, well, I was really into
2: being behind the camera. I would make like little videos and stuff. I I wanted a camcorder. I wanted all this. I did like stop motion animation and all this. And I would do all these like voiceover stuff. And (laughs) I really wanted to get into broadcasting. And I ended up doing my own podcast now. But what ended up with all of this stuff going on, I did a school play. And my dad, because I always watched my dad, he would be, you know, doing Shakespeare at the table or, you know, he would be doing some vaudevillian act. Cause he would be at, you know, either at the, you know, uh, wherever the, the Odyssey theater, he'd be doing, did Zoo Story at the Mark Taper, you know, Mm -hmm. he did all these major uh, plays and I would come home and he'd be like in his, he'd be like Jerry from Zoo Story and Edward Albee would be leaving a message on the phone, you know, kind of thing. Wow. And it, it was like, um, it was pretty mesmerizing to see him transform into these characters. And so then, you know, uh, eighth grade rolls around and there's like bye-bye birdie and I Mm. try out for it. And he's like, let me show you how to get the role. Let me show you, kid. He's like, stand like this and do this and do all these things. I don't know I'm making him sound like Marlon Brando. And then uh, (laughs) uh, all this this stuff Is your dad East Coast? Well, my dad passed away in 2012, but he was very East Coast. Uh, He was was, um, a New Yorker and, Mm. uh, you know, half of uh, my... Childhood was, you know, back and forth from the East Coast to here, but mainly mm. in Los Angeles, and yeah. Um, yeah but, but it was great because then I kind of caught that bug of, well, I can be behind the camera all the time, but I really kind of want to try out theater because I really love being in front of large crowds. That's yeah. like what I mean in doing these book signings. You know, hundreds and hundreds of people show oh, up. They were huge. I was looking and at I'm your like,
0: stories. I was like, wow. we need an
1: audience.
2: Yeah. yeah, when you have an on the electricity's there. And I did a my my New York stage debut in twenty thirteen. It was like it's 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 like a, Broadway, like, Broadway? Off Broadway? Yeah, Off Broadway, yeah. It was just incredible really to impressive. do small engine repair. And Unreal. I worked with James Badge Dale and P.J. Ransone and, and uh, John Polano, who's just incredible, and uh, Joe Bonney directed it. Wow. And it was with MCC, um, Bernie Telsey, and, and William Cantler, and all those d- just amazing dudes. And uh, you know, I'm on stage every night, and I realize, like, oh my God, this is like so much better than anything else in life. Yeah. Uh, and as that <laughs> There's happened- something about stage performance. Oh, yeah, I do a lot of
0: improv, and I've done the moth, and sit and spin, oh, you know. a lot of storytelling- it's amazing yeah mm-hmm. it's just special when someone gives you
2: that moment yeah. and, and i'm just i like i'm always ready i'm like okay i want to do it mm-hmm. um and then you know obviously doing pretty little liars was a total trip i was you know washing dishes and. a in a at a restaurant, a Saddle Ranch. I was a bowl operator saddle at Saddle
1: Ranch. ranch. Yeah. My friend Jesse works there. That's yeah. great. Wait, is that the place operator.
0: out in Calabasas? No, no, no it's, it's on Sunset Strip. Sunset, oh, that right place. Yeah, right sorry, right. Okay. Store, yeah. Right, right. The, I was thinking of the Sagebrush canteen Yeah, I was yeah, a bowl yeah. Yeah. operator, bowl.
2: and I would wash dishes, and I was like so sick of that shit. Yeah. And people were so drunk, and they'd come up and be like, "Give me a good ride, kid. I'll give you two bucks." Oh my And I'd be like, "You're about to get leveled, you know, whatever." But for real. Um. Finally, you know, I got this audition, and it was for the show and I went in and then I didn't get it because I wasn't British enough and then I got called back in for another role which was the role I ended up getting and it was like only six episodes because it's based on a book series and your character is going to die in the sixth episode so don't get too cushy. But then the fans really, really stepped up to the plate Yeah, and they were like calling in and they were You know, back then it was right at the start of social media. So, Twitter had started, Mm -hmm. um, Instagram. Everyone was like, if you kill Toby Kavanaugh, we're never going to watch the show again. And then,
0: yeah, and so it was
2: incredible. (laughs) It was just amazing. And then, um, you know, obviously it went for a long time and it built this fan base and it allowed me uh, to share other avenues of my creativity, (laughs) which is just so it's like a dream come true. So, I want to talk
1: about this audition you had for Pretty Little Liars. Mm -hmm. How did it go? How, how did that audition go? Did you ever imagine that, like, what, seven, eight years later, seven seasons later, mm. it went on for seven seasons? Yeah, right? seven seasons. Yeah, did seven. Did you years. ever imagine that this would, this would have happened? So
2: it's funny. I uh, I had gotten that call. Bonnie Zane and Gail Pillsbury. You know, I go in the room. I'd skated over there because I didn't have a
0: car. Mm-hmm. Didn't have
2: any means to put gas in the car if I did have it. It was just yeah. like a lifestyle choice. I skated over. Living my best life, had a beanie on. You know, nice. I did all the things you're not supposed to do in an, in an audition. And what the <laughs> funniest thing is, is that auditions are really whack anyway. Yeah. No matter yeah. what, I don't yeah. give a shit. I, I agree. agree. If you. you're like an audition master, then you're like a kook. There's something going on that you're, <laughs> you're doing. I like, do. agree. Like, like, oh, I book ooh. everything. It's like
0: fuck no. You. Do you, you? Like you're doing
2: something. Something's ha- like there's other things that are at play. And I right, always right. like to think it's like obviously neuro pathways, or you're doing something like very like crazy self help that people are picking up on, <laughs> right. and that's great. But I always was having like audition after audition that was just like odd or weird. I walked in this audition, everything clicked, it felt right. Mm-hmm. I didn't even really like know the lines. I just went in nice. and I did it, and it was great. And, I, and, I, and they were so wonderful. And obviously Bonnie Zane and, and uh, Gail Pillsbury are incredibly charming. It was super fun, and they were like, "Hey, you know, it was great." And then it turned out that I had uh, known someone on the inside that was working on the show. And they went, hey, would you be interested? I went to high school with you. Would you be interested in doing the show? And I was like... Um you know, I'll think about it. Or something. <laughs> yeah, I was I like, oh, of course, I want to do it. I love wow. it. And and it worked out. Then I did it. And then they were like, hey, episode six is coming up. We're going to kill the character. And then all this stuff happened. Mm-hmm. And the rest was history. And I had no idea. I wow. didn't know it was a successful Everything was timing series. with all that. Yeah, it's yeah. Just social all, media.
0: Everybody wanting your, you, your character to stay on. It's yeah. amazing how that works. Mm-hmm. It was all really magical. And that's why I think to
2: myself, it's like, you know, as much as I want to believe in just fate based stuff, it's too, it's, too, it was like too much of a perfect storm. And you can, I'll always, I mean, I just talked to a bunch of high school students recently because I was really sad in high school. I wanted to be in the performing arts, but like, I had a great support system too. But some mm-hmm. of my friends, like, they, they, it just was bad, keeping bad people around me and not, like really believing in myself. yeah. Mm. And then the second that I realized, like, oh, I don't need anybody to, like, I just need to believe in it myself and, like, other people will just believe in it with you. That's just right. how simple yeah. it is. Right. And uh, I went and talked to all these high schoolers and they were like, how do what I What was the do? turning point
0: when you did believe in yourself and you stopped, like, that kind of under being, like, I can't do this? It's not for me. I think it was like 2 (laughs) a.m. Right, right. At the
2: Saddle Ranch operating the bull, and I'm just like, fuck what other people think. Like, I can't allow anybody else to tell me, like, I can't allow the world. That's to dictate a spiritual what awakening, want. by the way. Yeah, and it was. It, it stayed with me too because th- I think the reason that most people don't do things is because they're worried about what other people think. Absolutely, mm-hmm. especially with writing yeah. and doing
0: books. Yeah, you're yeah. worried. Failure. You're like,
2: oh well, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to offend or I don't want to oh, do this because it'll make. Yeah, fuck them. Because <laughs> <Exactly>. ultimately, <laughs> it's like gonna literally. happen anyway. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna. Yeah. yeah, and you can you can you know mediate or, or, or reduce people like like if they get upset at you, you can go and be like, okay, I'm sorry, or. You you can you can deal with it later, like mm-hmm. deal with it right. another time. But do what you feel in your heart. If it's if it's really going to be great, yeah. if you know it to be great, yeah. and I'm not talking about go and commit crimes because nah. you need to yeah, do don't it. Don't do that. You know what yeah, I mean. I tried
0: that one, that but one.
2: yeah, exactly. Right. No, don't. But don't like be, try and you know always just. I'm sure that you guys understand this on a molecular level as well. It's like mm. you believe in what you want and you you go for it, and it will, it will eventually happen. Yeah, You're the only that person that is standing in your way. And I don't believe oh it. Gosh, I believe it's, it's so never true. too
0: late either. Like yeah, people never. say, "Oh, I'm too old." I'm too no, never. No. Mm. It's a whole new thing in Hollywood now too. There is not really the ageism that there used to be. Mm. Yeah, it yeah. seems like it's changing. It's definitely shifting. It's also shifting out of the whole body how you have to be in such Isn't shape or sort of you have to have, like have a certain you, look.
1: You don't have to tell people or casting directors your age anymore. Wasn't that a thing? Oh, yeah.
2: You, I, I always am like, how, they're
0: like, how old are you? I'm like, I'm between 18 and 25.
1: Yeah, there you go. There's my age <laughs> range you. don't look that
0: old anyway. Yeah. You well, look in your 20s. Thank you. That's no, really, really sweet. I mean, I don't know if it's good heroin or <laughs> <laughs> it slows down your metabolism. <laughs> they're like, oh, my God. Amazing. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> okay, I'm going <laughs> to out myself now. Yes, fans. <laughs> I'm going to rehab after this podcast. Exactly now, but it, it's
2: it's all it's all about perspective and in the business, especially, and that's why I felt like this book was so important for me to do is because I needed to I needed to get it out. and it's also, in a way, like a period piece where we were just looking at film on this machine outside. Isn't yeah. that? It's amazing. incredible. Yeah. yeah, and for the listeners at home that don't know what we're talking about, there was a film splicing machine that was used for editing outside. Yes. Yes. and it's incredible how the film. You look at it now, and you see the the photographic styles that were impl- implied back then, and put into yeah. um, employed back then, and how different cinema has changed today, and how we were just talking about mm-hmm. the Crow, and right. how that was shot, and if it was redone, yeah. wh- whom's to know is what it will look like <laughs> right. now. Um, but uh, but yeah, and, and and now this book, I think in maybe ten years, twenty years, thirty years, a hundred years, if it's still even the world exists. Um, it would be interesting to know how it feels to look at that Hollywood that we once knew versus what oh. it could be. Oh, the, Is the light off.
1: Yeah, the light's off. What the do we camera. do to turn it back yeah. on? They just touch yeah. the top. top
2: the top silver button. Yeah,
0: just press it on down. I'm glad somebody we noticed that.
2: Oh, I think it's out of bad. Little Is bads of are bad? out out of you got some well, bad so we're still going.
0: finding we a need way some yeah that's okay i i understand it 100% Bads? but please continue in yeah. 10 or 20 years or whatever. and i do yeah. agree with that because there are certain books that will stay on a coffee table in los angeles mm-hmm. and be known yeah
2: already i mean the house of blues doesn't exist across from the comedy store anymore uh, it's in know, the book so crazy i took that photo and mm-hmm. i went i thought to myself eh It's the House of Blues. It'll always be here. Uh, A year later, like like blink, blink, blink. There's no House of Blues anymore. It's just Just the demo
0: site. And, Wait, uh, they tore it down? Completely. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone, totally Wind. gone. When? Yeah, it's strange. Like, like uh, recently? God, I saw some public enemy there. Oh, bad religion. Yeah. I've seen oh, so many man, bands there. Everybody.
2: I've seen comedians there. I've yeah. been, like just a wonderful. I played on stage there. I played acoustic guitar on stage there wow. one night. It Was just incredible. But but that's what I'm saying is like the city is ever changing. And, and it's funny that we were talking about Bukowski earlier. I watched all those documentaries on him. Or like so good. they follow him around and they're driving through Hollywood and you look at this oh. place and you go,
0: where are they? That's I am mean, a I sucker anymore. for any whole, even I'll watch Cheech and Chong movies because they're all <laughs> shot on the east side. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. amazing yeah. when you watch an old Hollywood film, like I, growing up here, you get chills looking at, or old Columbo episodes. Oh yeah, That's yeah, exactly.
1: I really yeah. like watching The Godfather. Oh yeah. Or Goodfellas.
2: What does that have to do with Hollywood? Old film. Oh, okay. I I dig it. (laughs) It's okay. We were on the same boat. We were just on different sides there. Exactly. (laughs) We're on different sides. It's still the same boat. boat. We're going to the same place. You're just looking at the (laughs) sunset. We're looking at the
1: camera.
2: It's great. uh, No, it's great. Yep.
1: Back yeah. to Hollywood, but but classic
2: <laughs> cinema, and and that was another thing. I, yeah. I photographed, you know, uh, the Madame Toussaint's wax museum as oh, well because wow. I wanted to show the juxtaposition of others. Oh, Et um, the juxtaposition of these these uh, celebrities mm-hmm. um, like Marlon Brando and the Godfather. Yeah, right. Yeah.
0: Um, let me find that photo if it's in here. Somewhere. You got the OG Submariner. Wow. I do. That's a '70s. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm my so father has, that has a jewelry store in Beverly Hills for many years. Really. Wow, Wait, beautiful. Who, who Marcus and Company. It was in the Union Bank building on the corner of Wilshire and Beverly. Oh, really? Yeah, fifth floor at the top.
2: Oh, my God.
0: I'm going back. That's great. But it was, mm, you probably weren't. Oh yeah, you were around.
2: I, I I mean, I've been into watches. I just did an episode of Hodinkee, which was really
0: fun. But yeah, I, I, my dad. It's, it's funny you bring this up. Those I, shot up in price. I know. So because re- knew know. they were like six hundred dollars. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. Now people are paying seven thousand dollars for old Submariners. Wow. Yeah, I know it's insane. Wow. high even it's higher. A re- it's a
2: red. Oh, so it's a. So this is the craziest thing about these watches if you're just joining us right now. Um, (laughs) So vintage watches have always been really interesting to me. My dad, when he would fly fish... He had a red sub, and he—I think he got it for maybe you know, like four hundred, five hundred. They were cheap, and he, it was like a swatch. It was just like a, a watch that was absolutely guaranteed to keep time. Okay, that was you know? it, right? Okay, it they're wasn't not even, They're not like Paddocks or 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 you know Vacheron Constantino, like any of those crazy watches. Autobars, right? Yeah, exactly. They're just they're just a watch, and he would fish with it, and he would be like, "All right, we're going to be out on the stream for forty-five minutes." So right, and he'd Spend go like the dial. that, yeah. and I'd go. What are you doing? And he'd be like, "Oh, it's a it's a timer." And then he would go and fish <laughs> and catch a fish, put his arm in the water. It was like a rugged watch. Wow. And and I never knew anything about it until like someone was walking back from we were fishing, and someone was like, "Phil, like, wow, that's a great watch. How long have you had that for?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, I don't know. Like, you know, it's like a couple, to maybe like a ten years or something or, or something." And he, and he's or fifteen years or something. And the guy's like, "Man, that's great. Look at that. It's great." And then he sold his his Red Sub for a Tag hour, which was like, it would be like essentially selling it for an Apple Watch. It wasn't, <laughs> yeah. it wasn't, it didn't hold it, but I love that tag that he, it, my dad had forever. And then I ended up going to John Mayer, who's an amazing uh, horology, uh, is an inspiring horologist. Oh, really? Oh yeah, you gotta look it up, man. He's like, yeah. a, besides being an amazing musician, Right. Um, uh, now touring with dead and company and really breathing life back into that uh that scene which didn't really need life to be brought back to it because i went to tons of dead and company grateful dead um uh bob weir shows rat dog shows and i was dancing with everybody anyway and but you were now, young yeah. when you first started. yeah i was young but now you know he's bringing it bringing all that that the, the younger crowd to it but he's also he writes these articles on on watches and uh I remember reading the first article that he had written on on uh, the IWC this whole thing, and then international he wrote, watch company, yeah, and, who makes
0: yeah. most of the movements for some of the most high line watches. It's funny; it's really? one company that's making a lot of movements for different mm. watches, exactly. And then he wrote uh, the ten best vintage wa- or the eight best vintage
2: watches you could ever buy, and in there it was like all these different choices. So I thought, okay, I don't want to mess this up. If I'm going to get the watch that I really want, I need to talk to someone who has been. Through the, the the ups and downs of buying vintage watches, and that's right. John and I, I had gotten his his, uh, his contact, and I texted him, and he. St- point me to Eric Koo and then now I'm all deep into the yeah. horology world which wow. is it's just like a fun it. it's a really oh, fun, it's fun world it's, it's a little costly sweet.
0: but it's really fun yeah yeah.
2: it's a good looking watch Yeah, yeah. it's cool
0: vintage watches are amazing
2: yeah, yeah. it has like oh, so
0: much sentimentality to it of too. course that right. was your dad's watch you used to go fishing with him. Right. yeah yeah exactly but anyway there's back there. to the right to the wax museum so yeah. you took these pictures yeah
2: and, and it's like you would never be able to take a photo of, of Marlon Brando or, or, right. You know, right. or Paul
0: right. Newman or
2: any of these people. And I wanted to, to utilize that. Um, you know, this is a crazy one with the hair forward and the <laughs> right. hair back and the, 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 the godfather. What mafia feel. It's so there. Yeah. I know, it is. It's, it's a trip. And then, you know, they were really, really amazing to allow us to, to use those uh, portraits to show that, you know, everything in Hollywood is, is you don't know what's real or
0: fake anymore. No, yep. you sure don't. You it's all the a streets, facade. You know? Even when you yep. look at the Hollywood sign itself, there's the front that is so beautiful oh, yeah. and dimensional. Mm-hmm. When you go to the other side, it's so perfect because it's just it's just what it is. It's yeah. a set. It's, yeah. it's all a set, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's great.
0: Yeah. My yeah. favorite
1: thing is just driving up on Maholland and just sitting. Mm-hmm. And, oh yeah, it's amazing. You know? We did that taking as kids. It all in. I also read I saw this interview with Jim Carrey back like years and years ago. Oh yeah. Have you seen this? Oh yeah, it's great. How that's what he would do every night and he would just like fantasize. About like making it. Right? That's right.
0: Yeah, yeah. I saw that. He wrote himself a check for twenty yeah. million dollars. 20, twenty. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like 10, I think it was ten million, and then it, it was a five-year plan. And then the five years was coming up, and then he booked Dumb and Dumber.
0: hmm
2: And he got to. He got a check to, for ten million dollars. Got to right. cash that check. And then he almost had a nervous
0: breakdown and hung out with Eckhart Tolle for four years and then well, had a hey, spiritual awakening. He's so great. great. Yeah,
2: I still love all that stuff. Oh, I me like, too. I, love, I mean, it's, I think he's it's, even he's more so amazing so now. Yeah.
0: yeah he's super. Yeah. Woken up yeah. from the Hollywood, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, that documentary is, was amazing. It's right? incredible, Jim and Andy. It's oh, so sure. crazy, it's Me amazing. My soul, yeah.
1: It's, it's amazing, very inspiring too.
0: So, what was the catharsis that really came out of this? I mean, I, I know that sounds probably like no. a broad question. No, it's. I know exactly what the question is. Oh, okay. uh, it was humanity. It was
2: the fact that, like, here I am. I'm standing around. I talked to these people, and I made eye contact with them mm-hmm. in a way that most people will look at them and they'll be like, "Oh, that's Charlie Chaplin." Is he's um imp- He's impersonating Charlie Chaplin. That's cool. Right. I want a photo with him because I'm from, you know, I'm visiting from wherever. Right. Uh, here we go. Okay, cool. Thank you, Charlie Chaplin. Bye. Right. And I was like, "Who are you?" Mm. Like, who yeah. who are you and wh- like what are your Those dreams? stories
0: have to be amazing. Yeah, and right.
2: then the eyes like you see so much in people's eyes. And even and even here it's like this guy, this is just a wax right. statue figure. Um, and it's it's so it still has so much going on with it where you can tell like this is these yeah. are
0: sad eyes to yeah. me like i feel but, there's some definite
2: yeah and that's the thing is like when i was talking to some of these people i would snap judgment and i'd be like oh they're probably really sad cuz they're just transient and they're doing that <sighs> they're not there some of these people are living their dreams they're so happy and elated to be out in in the environment that they dreamt of being mm-hmm. as a kid wow um i know wow. i know it's intense right you guys have to there's get this a, book
0: uh, being a, a, a Hollywood person, morning. I back this a hundred percent. I mean, it's amazing these pictures. I'm telling you, it's reminded me of Gary Leonard. Oh, mm-hmm. thank you. That's so sweet, man. And
1: the I, stories are
2: great. Yeah, I, I, the, the, the stories are intense too. I, I, you know, the last story in the book is called "This Foreverland," and um, I'll touch on this really quick. It's it's a, it's a personal story that I had, um, but I can never really read it without getting emotional because it it is a very it's an emotionally triggering experience that. Uh, you have people in your life that really bring you up and they make you feel good and I had someone in my life that we we would as kids uh, fantasize on the fact that we are just trying to live our best lives so we're trying to live the best that we can and Sometimes, you knew that as a kid, yeah. I really you had did. A, f- a sense of that. That's pretty I, amazing because there's times that's where hard
0: you, as a kid to really know living your best life and what that really means. Yeah,
2: I mean, we all go through that teen angst. But sure. all that that is is just existential crisis of like, okay, well, we grow up and then what? All of the adults around us are fucking miserable, so right. why are we growing up? Right, and so I I got into a place of well if i ever don't feel right i can always check in with myself in a in not in such a vain way as as it sounds but to look at in my reflection in in moving water or in in some sort of a living reflection, because mm-hmm. at that point, I could just switch places with my best self at any time. Mm-hmm. I can see myself at my best. And sometimes if I'm living my best, I can just check in and be like, I'm so happy about it. And it was this forever land. It was this place that always existed. Anytime you wanted to access it, you could have it. And uh, you know, you can read the story and see what kind of happens. But it was this uh, place that I've found and I've kept. And uh, I started a secondary Instagram to mine. I already have one Instagram, which is uh, at K-E-E-O-O-N-E. And then I started a personal one, which is called at this foreverland because we all have personal forever lands. We have moments of this mm-hmm. like incredible jolt of energy where we see something or we close our eyes and we remember a moment and you can almost, it's almost fragrant you can almost smell it and right. taste it. It's visceral. It's there. Yeah. And it brings you back to who you truly are. And we lose ourselves in Hollywood so quickly, Insta- like instantly. Someone yeah. was telling me, okay, this is fucking nuts. Someone <laughs> was telling me last night. Um, that they went to this Hollywood party. I didn't want to go because I just had landed from Minneapolis. I was exhausted. I didn't want to go to a Hollywood party. Right. I'd rather do anything else. Yep. Um, <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, no, sure. Yeah,
0: there's no soul. There's it's no God. It's very rare that you're going to have a conversation of depth and weight. It's right, exactly. And yeah. so
2: it, I was talking to this person, and they were telling me how they were just stunned at the fact that they thought they were going to this amazing party, this amazing Hollywood party. And they'd always dreamt of doing something like this as a kid, and they got there. And no one was talking to each other. They were all just trying to network to the next Give each person. Other yeah, yeah. it was all, and yeah. there was no fun. And and uh, they were just talking to me about how there's no, there was no soul there. And I <sighs> said, Don't, no, I was like, I was like, pump your brakes and remember that that's just what you. That's what it is. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. in some situations, yeah. and it's okay that that you experience that, but but know that it doesn't, it doesn't have to be that way. You right. can remove yourself from those situations and you can still find the beauty in, in this, in this city, in this town. And it's not all about that. Like it's, it's about like talent as well. It's about like chasing your dreams and, some people find such comfort at those parties because they yeah. really don't know. They're they're, they're fine. They're trying to figure themselves out.
1: I would just hope that there's a dog there and I would just hang out with the
2: dog. Same, yeah. cat or dog? Well, I mean, what yeah. I would do is yeah. I worked
0: for a Star magazine for about a year and a half. That was oh, an amazing. Whoa. Yeah, it was a trip. Shit. And I would go to those kind of parties and I would just... I'd be obnoxious, and before you know it, a bunch of people are laughing and talking shit. Just make
1: your own dance floor. You yeah. have to mm-hmm. because I want
0: to liven up a crowd. If I have to be somewhere, and those were jobs I had to be on, mm-hmm. I'm just going to go in and start talking shit <laughs> and start <laughs> commiserating with people. I have I don't do not care what I'm going to get out of this. Yeah. But see, that's like a very specific personality,
2: and like yeah. some people don't have that. You have no. like a gift with that. I think you both have that gift. Yeah. Years Sometimes. of improv. <laughs> but then yeah. you exactly you, you you have a yes and a pr- a thing yes. with. That, for sure one, yes, Where and someone I could did. just be like Hey you know I just overdosed last night And you'd be like Oh <laughs> hey yes and That's Right <laughs> <laughs> How about, Now let's know? get you to a hospital yeah, exactly <laughs> You know it's like it, mo- Normally like I feel like I'd go to those parties And I'd be searching for something I'd yeah. be looking and um, there's nothing to find. It was. It's just. It's just part of the, the, like the facade like the facade right. business. That's yeah. right. That's right. And I found that the things that I always was looking for were out in the streets and with the people. Oh, and so that true. Was, so, that, so to tie it all back in, that was the the realization. That was the catharsis. Yes. Of, of doing the book um, was realizing that it was not where I thought it was. It wasn't. Right. Being, yeah, this it is, wasn't this behind is where the, the gate. Humility is. Yeah, I, I believe. Yes,
0: it's definitely humility and it's layers of humanity. Yeah. You know, of people that have struggled, of people that have come out here with different ideas and ended up and settled somewhere else, and that's mm-hmm. it's funny because that's what this book's about too. Number one
2: son, another story.
0: <laughs> really, thank you. But it's about a wayward kid who ends up being around a bunch of pimps and call girls and drug dealers and bookies, and is going to Hollywood High at the same time, and has kind of this vision and idea of maybe performing or doing something. Mm-hmm. But is really intrigued by this other life yeah. of yeah. drugs and craziness and yeah. things that you wouldn't see on screen because the depth of what was going on around me yeah. was just way more interesting. Yeah, it
2: pulls you in because it is. It is like if you grow up in somewhere like you know Ohio, <sighs> right? Uh, you you I know it's crazy, right? Um, you grow up somewhere in Ohio and you're just like I. Want to experience something different, mm-hmm. right? I mean, if you're surrounded by like, and it's funny too, because like for me, I w- I would go, I would go somewhere like Columbus, and I'd be like, oh my god, the architecture is so incredible here. It's there so is, different yeah. than what I expected, right. like Hollywood mm-hmm. to be. Even though Hollywood architecture, Art Deco is beautiful, mm-hmm. but you find these these things, and it, it, when you come to Hollywood and you're looking for all these things, and then you find something that triggers that in you you'll jump to it like for me i jumped right into it and and i'm sure that that's like kind of like the story is it sucks you in and Mm -hmm. then it doesn't let you go then you then you're like who am i am i this am i this person yeah so it's like soul searching it's great and um a lot of people are like well hollywood's not relatable to anybody else in the world And i'm like uh it's the most relatable place you could ever think of because everyone knows about hollywood in some way whether it's it's the dream and it's the chase or right. it's the people that live here every day and they walk out and they go oh i live down beachwood oh that's my house like today i was talking to someone and i get different responses and different reactions i had kids mm-hmm. read through this book and they were like oh like and i'm like what does this person look like to you and they're like it just looks like a homeless person i'm like that's really funny you say that cuz that person's very wealthy they were a, wow. they were they were someone who's just like kind of laying on the street wow. as a as a as like kind of like a joke it's they were taking photos and i'm like It's all your perceptions are changed and you never know who you're going to talk to in the street. Right, right. I Mm. mean... You know, it's just that's what the the beauty of Hollywood. Really Were you thinking
0: is. about the Bukowski book when you named this Hollywood? No, I know Not it's funny. All. I it,
2: it's obviously like hilarious to me that because it
0: really that. grabs me on such a great level too, mm-hmm. and just the way it's layered like this with your name and then the the yeah. actual Hollywood sign below. Thank you, it.
2: thank you. Yeah, I I wanted it to be like a Hollywood, the star of Hollywood, and and also we had some really amazing. I mean, St. Martin's Press was just incredible. They did my first book, and uh, I really wanted it to be an inspection. Uh, an expose and protect the city at the same time. And I felt like this template, this layout, as well as the the way that the book kind of like oh, looks wow. without the cover, that it could be like a coffee table book that people could yeah. enjoy for a lifetime, that someone could pick up and so go to any old place.. School,
0: man. Yeah. I love this old school look like this. that's good yeah, stuff. It's cool, right?
1: Wow, I don't even look under the cover yet. That's nice.
0: Fantastic! Yeah, it's a trip. I've Hollywood got a, by I've got Keegan a
1: Allen. Fun game for us today.
2: Oh, cool! Oh, yeah, Let's she do loves it.
0: games. Game Let's time! Do it. Game time!
1: All right, uh, we're gonna bring back the dad jokes.
2: Oh, sweet!
1: Yeah, it's in so, trend. It's
2: on trend right now.
1: We're bringing back the dad jokes. We're okay. each gonna get a a list of jokes, and instead of one on one, whoever gets laughs, they get a point. Okay. So it's Whoever only, gets laughs gets a point. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's like me against you two. So, so it's not, not
0: against elimination. Against no. How many points are we going to? A hundred?
1: It depends on if you get laughs or not.
0: Okay. So we, we make up our own dad
2: jokes?
1: Got, oh, she has oh, them
0: list. pre-made. Yeah. Oh, oh, we just say them. And
1: if oh, So it's fail, on delivery.
0: So it's all about delivery. It's yes, all about it's all delivery. about delivery. Yeah. Or voices or characters. you got to trick us into laughing.
1: Yeah. Please do. I love laughing. All right, so uh, Keegan, would you like to go first? Yeah, yeah
0: sure. <clears throat> okay. So these are all
2: just each one I go? Okay. <laughs> so my wife asked me to sink her phone, so I threw it in the ocean. I don't know why she's mad at me. Okay.
0: This could get very awkward, just to let you know. Why? Because there did may not get any laughs. You? No. Did you
2: did you know did you know <laughs> what I meant by sinking the phone? Yes. But it <laughs> but also to sink it. <laughs>
0: Look at him. He's like, it's but great. like listen, yes. it's a good joke. It is yes, a great it is. joke. It's great. It is so dad ish it is a dad it might yeah I think it's dad-ish because it wouldn't be grandpa-ish because that's the sink doesn't right I have a a good dad joke okay go ahead tell
1: it
2: so I said to the girl with the wooden leg hi (laughs) (laughs) Peg." okay
0: I'm only laughing because I can't believe you even brought that back he's got a
1: point he has a point (laughs) Keegan one a zero okay you wanna go next
0: that's like the guy who lays in the backyard with no legs and no arms hey Phil (laughs) We each get a point. All now. right,
1: you guys have, you each have a point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's so bad.
2: That's a good one, though. Oh man!
0: Or the hooker with uh, like a quarter of her leg missing. Oh yeah, Eileen.
2: Oh yeah, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> that one's good. Actually, too. That's we just so gonna, bad.
0: it's okay. so bad. It's not PC. Why it's terrible. Did I say hooker? Instead. I meant to say lady of the night. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, but it's all night. fun and it's all fun in games. <sighs> yes, yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, how do you make? I, gotta, I feel like I have to do this in a voice or something.
1: Do whatever you, oh, no, you want to do. Here's a
0: joke for you. Okay. Why did the man name his dogs Rolex and Timex? Why? Because they were watchdogs. <laughs> <That's> good. <laughs> it's good. not bad. It's a Touché. good one. You knew, on a, you knew to put a, uh, a horologist joke oh, yeah, in there. there. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, nice. Very yes. Good job. I, good. I did it.
1: Okay, here's one. Two guys walk into a bar. Okay. The third one ducks. <laughs> okay, you got yes! me on that one. All right, you got yes! me on that one. Delivery. Oh, man. oh my gosh! Okay. Wait, what's the score right now? I think one, we're. One, I think we're all one?
0: even. I think we're all even. Two, one, two, two. One,
1: one. Oh, did I get two?
0: I think you got us twice. Yeah. When? I thought it was in the beginning. You got us twice.
1: Oh, just by. Doing all right, let's make name? it one, one,
0: one. Just <laughs> okay, so we're we know. all we're all even. Okay. All right, go okay. ahead.
2: My friend keeps saying, "Cheer up, man. It could be worse. You could be stuck underground in a hole full of water." I know he means well
0: i don't know why that one got Touché, me because i think it's because i like yes i like the, yes, I like the word yes
1: it's a well all right well um, all right well because it points. has
0: a double entendre feel to it which right. those always get me no i think these are, they are much
1: better than the previous
0: game i think you did good good research you oh, must oh, have yeah. went deep into google for this one
1: i actually did in fact you actually I'm glad did. you brought that up i worked hard
0: what if I just make up my own punchline? <laughs> it's jokes. It.
1: Go for it. I, I may not on this one. I don't yeah. know yet. Cool.
0: What's the difference between a poorly dressed man on a tricycle and a well dressed man on a bicycle? Hmm. Hmm. A tire.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Duh. You
0: did it's good with these. It's good. It's good.
1: That's a good one. All right. <clears throat> what is Beethoven's favorite fruit? Hmm na Alright.
2: Ba-na-na-na.
1: Okay. na You're gonna keep going? I was planning on
2: it. Okay. I like the delivery. Hey, was very, l- it was very it was it was you you forced it. You on went us. high. <laughs> it was good. You went high in the I beginning. Probably it probably nice. hurt people's
1: ears there. And, and no <laughs> it's a
2: good. It was a good hurt. It was good.
1: you <laughs> really built the suspense. Okay.
2: Um <clears throat> did you did you guys hear about the guy who invented lifesavers? They say he made a mint. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah, Yeah, I know. That's like day. an oy vey. <laughs> <Exactly. Oy bay.
0: laughs>
1: he made a mint. Yeah. Yep. Yep.
0: Did you hear about the guy who wrote the book Under the Bleachers? What his name was?
1: No.
0: Seymour Butts. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that would get you. <laughs> so old. I know that one. You know what's like, great you know, about being my age is you can bring back jokes and be <laughs> yeah. like, oh, my God, it's hilarious. Where'd you, where'd you hear Did that? Did you make that like, yourself? Um, in 1978, I heard that joke <laughs> from my uncle.
1: <laughs> uh, what's Forrest Gump's Facebook password one forrest one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, like that one that's, that's good right. I like that that was alright
0: that was sweet it. is that the end of your jokes no oh you have another one I have two more go ahead well, why do chicken coops only have two doors
2: because if they had four they would be called chicken sedans
1: mm. There you go. That's, yeah. that, that is a good one. It's a
2: good one, but it's not as funny. It's more of like a,
0: dad, stop.
1: Oh, dad, here we <laughs> right. go again.
0: Yeah, it's like, yeah. you're embarrassing me in front of all my friends. Really like, that's the life. joke for that one, Wait, so your dad was from the East Coast? Where, where was he from? The Bronx? Yeah, from
2: the, from from New York. From, wow. Yeah, because
0: yeah, yeah, my dad was from the Bronx. And yeah. boy, talk about a different sense of humor from that group. Oh, yeah, man. Group. Mm-hmm. It was boy, all boy. ethnic and sexist and just... <laughs> God, the crazy. And, you know, as kids, we listen to that. Yeah, we like, oh, yeah, that's no big deal to call a woman there. that or to call that ethnic group that. And, like, you start to grow up. And you're like, wow, yeah. I have some fucked up belief systems based <laughs> on jokes. How yeah. did that happen? It was yeah. all funny then. But, like, what a way to grow up yeah. and to have an awakening in that. Because... That's where there's the divide. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's people that truly believe those jokes oh, and yeah. they join one. It's not a joke. It's, yeah, it's not jokes <laughs> to them. They're it's like, this jokes. is my real life. Yeah. This is hardwired. And I believe this. And yes, we need to build a wall.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. There's Damn. a definite divide.
0: Um, I sold my vacuum cleaner. Oh, oh yeah. It was sad. It was just gathering dust. Mm. <laughs> that's good. I think and it's, it's the uh, I think it's the way you lay it these out. These sound
1: there. brand new to me because I wrote them like two months ago. So
0: she wrote all these, by the way. The that's surprise
1: great. effect is really in full full. Uh. I dig it. <laughs> so, anyways, the effect
0: is in full effect.
1: Why did the Invisible Man? Yes, that's what I was trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Why did the Invisible Man turn down the job offer? You couldn't see himself doing it. <laughs>
0: that's good it's yeah. good it's yeah. good was that your last joke I have one more I'm sorry I keep asking
1: yeah
0: oh I have one last one
1: here <laughs> look I know you hate this <laughs> I, I don't hate it. it
2: it's good it's, it's letting the viewers know what to say at awkward silences and parties right? yeah, yes. at Hollywood parties there you right? go there you go walk yeah. up to a group of people and say hey guys do you know how to boil ho- I'm sorry I just fucked the joke <laughs> <up."> <laughs> Yeah, I just sorry. I just hold the punchline, and then you run out. You just fuck. The, you say the punchline, and then you go, "Oh fuck, I fucked it up." See ya. It's nice to meet you. Here's my resume and my my
0: uh, headshot. Oh, sure. By the way, bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey guys, is it alright if I just throw boiling hot water on you? That's <laughs> how you change that joke. That will wake a crowd <laughs> up in Hollywood. Yeah, party. there you go. Everyone will yeah. look at you and be, be like, like, "What?" What's? I have a role for you, but it requires third degree water burns. <laughs> yeah. That'll absolutely make people pay attention quick. Yeah, yes. yeah. Some
1: people will be like, that's fine. Right, <laughs> that's right. Fine. Yeah. Yeah, I can do that. Oh, my God. God. Isn't
0: that's it good. funny to watch, you know, God, I've been to so many of those parties. It's so crazy. Ugh. There are people that have such a role that they're playing within the party. Like the real laid back, oh, yeah. sloppy, ripped jean. Mm. You know, maybe he brought a guitar. Oh, God.
2: If people bring guitars to parties. Yeah. And they're not, if you're not getting paid Mm-hmm. To to actually, if you're not if we're not at the fucking troubadour, <laughs> don't bring a fucking guitar don't to a party a and play Wonderwall. <laughs> I right. will fucking I, <laughs> oh. I. That's the end. That's but the listen, that's my goodbye. They they going I'm Wonderwall going. I'm going. They play Wonderwall
1: three times throughout the night. Like yeah, that has to happen. I'm
0: going full Belushi. I know. On that it's one. it's, oh it's for real. Oh. An Animal House that ten times so over. True.
2: Yeah, man, and you know what's funny is I learned that the hard way because I was once the guy that brought a guitar to a party, right. and I was like, I know two songs, "Imagine" by John Lennon. Nice. <laughs> that's so depressing. Nice. To I know, know, right? But it was it was great because everybody knew the words. But then, well, you know, that's cool if they sang yeah. along, I guess. Yeah. yeah, and you know, but then I realized I'm like, oh, I'm 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 like a I'm like a actual that's me like that's me that i don't like now so i <laughs> yeah, it hung
0: always works that hung way up the guitar and i saw right. myself
2: much not like the invisible man in the joke mm-hmm. and i saw myself and i was like i can't do this i can't do this anymore i can't see myself well that's this. what judgment myself is,
0: is myself right is if you spot it you got it mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. either you had it or you're gonna be it or you presently are it yeah. yeah
2: yeah
1: so who won the game
2: you know what let's just say you guys wanted. it. It was a tie. I tried. <laughs> He's so Listen, humble. It was an
1: all-around tie. He's
2: a humble man. Tried I tried really hard. <laughs> I was really excited about it. And, uh, you know, this is my first
0: time. a Dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> He's fine. Your dad would have been proud of it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Although your dad was probably a really fun... Was he like a he Cassavetes so guy? And- he was so
2: fun. He was so charming and incredible. And... He would just like light up the room, and he's total trippy dude. You know, he's really cool. He was, I mean, think I don't know why it. I thought of Cassavetes, you, but I think yeah, of yeah. Cassavetes and your no, dad totally. and that
0: group of actors yeah, at that yeah. time. You he know? was
2: he was very much that. You know, if you think about it, if he was a good friends with the likes of you know Bukowski, but he wasn't, and he's not like he was not like Hank. He was right. uh, he was very much his own man. And wow. he was just like a very vaudevillian, fun, charming. If you take, you know, he was more like to me, reminded me so much of Mark Rylance, like Mark Rylance. If you watch Mark Rylance's is uh, like acceptance speeches. That's my, that's my dad. All right. Like, I'm going to
0: go back and watch those yeah. because I know exactly who his, you're talking his about. His
2: comedic timing. My dad was just such a, just a, and Leo theater Good-bye. trained only, or Three, theater trained, but he's been in every. I mean, his resume is like insane. He's worked with he worked with Denzel in one of the first. Oh, uh,
0: wow. dig Dearest it. and
2: and did all of these. He was crazy, in Mommy Dearest. He was in Mommy Dearest. Yeah. Wow. God, that yeah, movie so era. horrifying.
0: I know. Oh yeah. You've seen Mommy Dearest, have you? No. It is so horrifying. Oh man, is look that? it up.
2: It's fucking scary. It's Dang. brutal. Yeah. That's, anyway. that's
0: what Hollywood kids go up, grow up with if they're not careful. Exactly so yeah. you're
1: home from your book tour I am
2: Purdue you're done no done. I go I do the Grove I'm going to the Grove LA doing a book signing there on Saturday and then I go to That's uh, gonna be San Diego house. yeah it's gonna be nice. really fun San Diego to do another signing Isn't Barnes that? and nice. Noble in San Diego I think so yeah and then uh, I go to uh, and then I'm like you know I'm off for a little while and then nice. I go I'm gonna probably continue I wanna go to like Portland I wanna go yeah. to Seattle yeah. I wanna Seattle's go up the great. coast Austin uh, Austin I would love to go to um, San Francisco as well yeah um, there's a lot of great books Stores there and um yeah. but yeah,
0: City Lights. Portland would be great too. Portland. I wonder I'm if sure. City Lights would have you. There's oh yeah, so City
2: Lights. That's where I went yeah. last time. I went for my. You I did go day. there last I time, there so last you'll
0: time. go with this. This is a great book, yeah. to have at City Lights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, So,
1: so you, do you have any other projects coming
0: up? Yeah. Yeah. So what else for? is happening?
2: Well, so I. So that was the thing is with with acting. I was on that show for seven years, right. And I was like, oh man, I need to take my I need to take like some time and do this. So I've taken the time to do this, and there's there's a couple of, the, of other acting projects in the works right now that I'm. Nice. i It's more like you never want to say anything until it's done, and also because like a network producer might like pop in and be like, "What are you doing?" and then like blow dart me to the neck and be like, "Why are you <laughs> talking about that?" <laughs> right. So right. I yeah. I'm like holding off on it, and also okay. because I I want I want to really choose my next project to be something that I'm really passionate about, and that mm. I really love, and that it's not, you know. It's not just like something. Did you quick. see
0: Good Time with Robert Pattinson, the Softy Brothers movie?
2: Oh. oh, funny! I I auditioned for that as really? the brother, and I I had sent multiple. Wait, Robert tapes. Pattinson's part? Yeah, no, the brother, the brother. I don't know why. Oh, yeah, who was one of the
0: Softy Brothers yes. who ended up playing that role? The, yeah, the brother who had the who yeah. not was deaf. Or, yeah, they first you auditioned for. that I auditioned for it, and, movie? and the first the first audition twenty four, dude, yeah. killing. I know they yeah, were great. Right?
2: And uh, I auditioned for it, and I remember that, like I they sent me a reference video of, of who 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 to emulate, and I did it, and they're like, okay, but not that far. Like you have to still be able to speak, and I was like, so I did another one, and they were like, this is great, and it was like almost almost did it, but then of course it was. I think now. I mean, I see it, and you're like, "Oh, okay, that's so." It
0: hits I mean, it. I don't know why. Something it? told me to ask you about that yeah, because yeah, you were saying great. about a passion project. Yeah. And the fact that Robert Pattinson showed up in that movie blew my mind. I know I mean. you.
2: He, he was. A, he was completely disappeared into that character. Oh. I didn't even know it was him until I was like, "Who is this amazing actor? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Who is this?" And then I was like when it came up on screen, I was like, "Wait a minute." I so I you'd consider a low
0: budget if you really Absolutely. loved it.
2: Oh, absolutely! Mm. If it's a movie that that really speaks to me, and you know, I've read I've read maybe a hundred thousand scripts that were sh- just totally in, I don't want to say shit, but like terrible. Mm. And then you know, I've read like five that I'm like, oh my god, I need to do this. Right. So it's like you know, you go through this this business, and I have all this 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 um, you know, I I want to do something that I love. Sure. Right. But at the same time, it needs to be something that you know, people will enjoy. It has to have
0: some sort of appeal on yeah. that level. You're right. But you have something. such a following. I feel like yeah. you could be that breaking guy that can do something that's very auteur and cool. Yeah. That's and has a little saying. bit of a message without being heavy-handed. Yeah,
2: I'm just, I just want to make sure that I pick the right one. And sure, that's the thing. Sure. Is there's been so many things that have come up, and I just... Like I said, I wanted to focus on the book and bring yeah. it to people and be there, you know, because it's one thing to do a book tour and be, like when I did Life, Love, Beat, it was great. I was there, but I was also shooting like yeah. all the time. I was doing two other movies. I was like, you know, and I couldn't really lend myself to it as much. Right. And so it was, It Hollywood was a big pra- passion project. And, you nice. know, I can be a photographer for a while and then be an author and then be an actor so Great. Again,
0: That's you know? great so that true. you found your traction with that. And you don't you. worry about, Jumping around no, and doing all. all these wonderful things.
2: Yeah, you got to yeah. do what you love. And happiness yeah. is not found in, in in doing something. It's found in doing something that feels good mm-hmm. until you've accomplished it. And then you're happy. People right. are trying to find happiness by doing things quickly. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. like a loss. You're just missing out on life. Mm-hmm. Agreed, 100%. Yeah. Deep. But anyway, if you guys want to get the book, it's at www.keeganellenbook.com. There it is. And, uh, amazing it. photography. It's do available you plug your podcast? Oh, yeah. If you want to listen to the podcast, it's called Foreverland Podcast. You are listening to Foreverland Podcast with Keegan Allen. And it's um, every week on Thursdays sometimes. It's, it's different days because sometimes I just can't do it. But yeah. this week I'm going to be doing one, and it'll be very fun to talk about the book signing and Sasquatch. Nice. Oh, Sasquatch. cool. 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 Nice. Sasquatch. Nice. Weird stuff.
0: Yeah. So do you have guests on there as well, or is it mostly? Sometimes
2: you? I'll have a guest. Like I, had my friend Brett Dyer from. Uh, he's one of my best friends. Uh, he's on Jane the Virgin. He's doing a new show um, cool. as well, and. Uh, I have a lot. I have a lot of different people on. I had Haley, his his fiance. It's funny. It's like my only two guests were the, my best friends. No, but <laughs> I've had other people on as well. And um, we talked about like I had one of the best video game players in the world on. Nice. Uh, his name. Was, okay, this, that's Miss a really
0: interesting. See, so interesting. That's the stuff that yeah. I want. I yeah. want to yeah. hear about. I want to hear about that journey mm-hmm. of being that guy. Yeah, do,
2: take a listen to that one. It's a good one. Um, but yeah, it's just that we talked about everything from. You know, what video games are really cool, like Dark Souls 3, and then also like what. It is like, and I've went over to his house before, and it's haunted. And there's all the weird stuff in
0: Hollywood haunted oh, weird stuff. There is haunted weird stuff yeah. in Hollywood. Los Feliz is very dark on mm-hmm. a lot of levels, really? yeah. It's also where the Mansons killed the t- uh, La Bianca's, right? Was yeah. that Los Feliz? It's uh, it's wow. I think it's in those the not Los the Mansons. The, 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 I'm sorry, there wasn't a whole family called just, the Man- just one Manson and a <laughs> one bunch of Manson, but he crazy. wasn't there that Yeah, night. He wasn't there, he like, orchestrated some amazing murders. I yeah, gotta say, it's pretty He was insane. like. Is yeah. there a
1: movie coming out about
0: Tarantino's you know? doing something yeah. along the lines? Oh With yeah, Al
1: Pacino, yeah.
0: Really? Is Al Pacino in that? Never Is Tarantino thinking about something? Yeah, like. I don't think uh, I, I could not see Al Pacino in a Tarantino film, although I'd love to. I I just don't feel like I get me I've seen
1: something recently, but I don't want to spread false news. So never mind. It's all
0: right. There's false news I'll being spread every I second. It. I know, right? Don't yeah. worry. They'll filter uh, it out. People yeah.
1: get so offended. I
0: yeah. Oh fuck them. Yeah. Well, don't I worry, it. right? Like <laughs> you said, that, it goes back to just do what you need to do and yeah. don't worry what people think. Yeah, don't worry right. what people think.
1: You're right. Where can people find you?
2: Uh, you can look at in Instagram at K-E-E-O-O-N-E. You can go to com, or if you're overseas and you want to get a signed book, I'm still signing books uh for doing this for people because everybody's like, "Come to Brazil." I'm like, "Well, you can just get your signed book anywhere in the world." Uh, <laughs> www.keeganallenlive.com. So they're trying to nice. get you to Brazil, to all over Europe, right? Yeah, but but this is a better way to get the book signed, and then you know, I don't. Yeah. And it's it's just so much easier. And then um, the other way is uh, you can just go to at this foreverland as my as my personal photography account. Cool. Twitter is at Kay, uh, keegan allen, cool. um, and uh, yeah. And uh, I think I think that's it. Uh, Snapchat yeah. is life, love, beauty, b all one word. No okay. periods, no spaces. Okay. How do you I'll, keep up with 6 million followers? Um, it's more like I just always want to create interesting fodder for them to enjoy. Sure, you sure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So uh, I just think of it as myself. If I was following, if I was like taking the time to check in with someone, I right. want to be, I want to see some something you
0: gotta right. show me something so
1: see some cool shit
0: yeah so yeah. obviously you're not gonna be able to answer a six million follow- or even a million followers questions is that why you, you do a lot of the stuff on your story too to try and connect more
2: I just want people to know that I'm 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 there and I'm listening to them and they're, mm. they're more it's funny they're not like fans anymore they're like friends like because of social media I right. go to these places and I meet people I talk to them and you were an early person. IG
0: guy yeah so you were very on pretty early. early okay yeah
2: I remember I, I hit a million followers like in a in under six months, and it was like the trippiest thing because suddenly I was just like a kid who was washing dishes at the saddle ranch and running the bowl, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden there are people that were like, "Hey, from Finland, I love you so much, and you're great, and I love your mom." And like, and I'm like, <laughs> "What?" <laughs> who handled this? it really well, wow. dude. No, it's like it's. I think of it like you know, everybody. Like I said, everybody has everybody's on earth and they, they have dreams and they're not, they're not so different from mine unless right. you're going to murder people. Charles but Manson. That's a weird Your dream's dream. a little but weird. Okay. But, but yeah, I mean, everybody has these dreams and everybody just wants to be appreciated. And, sure. uh, and it goes to just humanity and, and finding empathy and understanding that like if someone's taking the time to check in with me, like I want to check in with them and I want right. to be there for them and, right and be part of the, be part of it. Cause it's, like fuck why am I doing it why am I in front of the camera then it's a job I signed up for and Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm excited about it so I have the best time of my life doing it you know
0: well thanks for inspiring and being of service really it's always about your art is about being of service on some level so really it's
2: subjective and, and wonderful and People are going to find what they find in it. Someone could look at the book, too, and be like, it's not for me. And that's so amazing. I love that. I, I love when that happens as yeah. well. And uh, I and I equally love when people are connected to the material and they really, you know, they see the photos and they're like, oh, my God, this reminds me of this. Or I've never been there and I want to go. Or I lived there for 25 years. Mm-hmm. And it's like that continues to inspire me to create. Like this book is a direct uh, inspiration from the fans from doing Life Love Beauty. That's the photo I was telling you about. That guy doesn't wow. look like... You would think that he's just like in hard times. He was just doing like a posed thing. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Wow. And I think it was just because of subliminally this... this uh, wow.
0: Right, there. right.
2: God, I remember
0: this. Mm-hmm. These old boxes. You know what I want to do? I want to find a bunch of these. Around the holidays, around Christmas, and put nativity scenes in each one. Oh,
2: sweet, like a little diorama. Yeah. Oh, that's I think a good so. idea. Oh, I think yeah. I want to
0: do that this Christmas. It's been coming to me. I'm like, why well, don't put these things to work? Maybe we'll put some battery operated lights oh, in there. Oh, yeah. And try and catch it because somebody will come in and storm it down or something. But just do yeah. a bunch of different little things because I feel like they're little showcases. Do it. Do it. Mm-hmm. Be the artist that, that uh, does don't that. Don't steal it.
2: I'm not, I'm not, like next not week. Not you,
0: I'm talking about our other 47 listeners. If you
2: see it pop up, <laughs> it's someone that's listening. <laughs> right, right.
1: Well, thank you so much for coming Thank you
2: in. for Seriously. having me. Thank really, you so much. Man, this yeah. was so great. great. Thank you, and thank you for the book. That's really sweet. Man. I think you'll, you'll enjoy
1: you it.
0: And thank you for the book, Absolutely. yeah. We're, We're going to split it. it. I'm going to take yeah. it home for a week, and We're then I'll go back to you. We're going to have
1: shared custody of this book, and it's going to work out fine. Actually, I think I'll just buy one. It'll work out fine. Since we both, yeah. Thanks Thank to Thailand you. Productions. Please rate and review the show. We're gonna start reading out we're gonna start giving shout outs and reading your reviews. So that'll oh, good. be fun. Yeah, why not? Yeah. And it helps people find us when you do so.
0: Good or bad, I'm gonna read your review because yeah. it's all good.
1: Do you wanna leave our listeners with anything, Keegan?
2: Uh I guess um just, you know, always believe in yourself. Mm. always think about other people when you're walking around you're the you are, you are the background to someone else's extraordinary life just as others are the background in yours and always be remembered remember that you are part of a bigger life yes
1: wow. you know? very nice yeah. Very nice, thank there you for it is. that I
0: always it's feel really like people need to know that, that. <laughs> like yeah. when they're walking Well I think around. people need to be reminded in this day and age To be like, to be very aware Of where you're at on the court And try to be that dude that can be mm-hmm. the assist man mm-hmm. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, very
1: yeah. good, well
0: thank you again Thank you for having
2: me
1: Thank you guys and we out
0: Bye bye